Welcome to Federal Sense with your friendly HR guy. Hello, this is your friendly HR guy here. Uh, today is part two of the unions. As a new manager in the federal government, you're going to be dealing with the unions. And one aspect of that is formal discussions. So you might have a meeting with your team. And depending on what you're talking about and a few elements, that meeting might require uh, having the union be present or at least giving them an opportunity to be present. So let's get into it. Formal discussions. Um, there's a couple parts to formal discussions. One, is it a formal discussion? Figuring that out in itself is, is half the battle because um, some meetings inherently are obvious and some are a judgment call and you're going to have to figure out if it's going to be worth it to keep the union out. If they file a ULP, an unfair labor practice, and say that you're circumventing them, meaning speaking to their... Um, they're bargaining employees, you know, without them being involved, uh, that has a lot of consequences. So is is the meeting you're about to have with your employees a formal discussion? Um, well, for it to be a discussion, there's got to be a few, few parts. Um, it's got to be at least one representative of the agency. So that's you. You're the manager. And at least one bargaining unit employee. So if even one of your employees is there, that meets that, that, that part. It has to be a discussion. You have to be talking about something. It's got to be formal in nature. And it have to, has to concern either a grievance or personnel policy, practice, or other condition of employment. So it can't be about a specific employee's performance or a specific employee's issue. It has to be about condition of employment or some kind of grievance that pertains to the agency or personnel practice or policy. So it has to be kind of almost big ideas. So if you're meeting someone to talk about their performance, that's not a formal discussion because it's not about the whole office, it's just about one person. Now, there's a few things to consider when deciding if this is a formal discussion. The, the biggest one I think is, is it mandatory? Formal discussions have to be mandatory. It can't be a voluntary thing. You know, if, if you know, hey, we're gonna go talk about, you know, the Christmas party coming up next year. You know, if you wanna be involved, you're, you're free to come. That's not mandatory. Generally, it means it's not gonna be a formal meeting. If, if you don't have to go, that generally means I'm not going to be held accountable for what is said in the meeting. So if I'm an employee and I don't have to be there, you can't really discipline me because I don't follow whatever you put out in that meeting. So mandatory. If it's mandatory, I would argue let's err on the side of caution and let's consider it a formal meeting. and Let's invite the union. Let's give them an agenda. Let's give them plenty of time. Let's let them participate. If it's not mandatory... Or if you're going to tell me 
AHR guy, it's 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 not a formal meeting. Then my question is, why are you making it mandatory if it's not formal? So that that's something to consider when deciding if a meeting should be mandatory. Um, if you don't think it's a formal meeting, if you don't think you should have to invite the union, then why are you making it mandatory? So that's, you know, it should not be taken lightly requiring employees to be in meetings because you, you're going to have some requirements. And again, you want to refer to your CBA, your collective bargaining agreement. They might speak of formal meetings, um, you know, the timeline for inviting, you know, how much advance notice, you know, what, you know, uh, timeline for the agenda. You know, maybe you need to give them two weeks notice to invite them, but the agenda needs to, they need to get at least three days in advance. So, if the if the CBA talks about that, you want to follow those timelines. Sometimes it won't, and then it's just within reason. Um, so, uh, other elements to consider, and I have this written down because I don't have this memorized. Um, intend to take notes or minutes. So, if you're taking notes or minutes of the meeting, that's a good indication it's a formal meeting. Meaning you're almost going to, with taking notes, kind of denotes that you're going to hold them accountable for what is said. You know, and you might even be considering discipline if they don't follow what you put out in this meeting. Um, inviting higher level management. So, you're the first line supervisor here and you have your boss there. That's a good indication this is a formal meeting. Is it scheduled in advance? If this meeting is a, hey guys, let's uh, let's meet in an hour to talk about the Christmas party, that's probably not a formal meeting. You know, it's spur of the moment, not mandatory. These aren't formal meetings. But if you've scheduled it in advance, it's required, it's mandatory, you're taking minutes, you know, you're taking notes, that's a good indication this is a formal meeting. Specific amount of time. This meeting will be for an hour. That seems formal. If it's just let's meet and discuss something and you haven't really given that thought. Now that doesn't mean, well, I won't say how long the meeting is going to be, so now it's not formal. Nah. The, each one of these is are elements that a judge or an arbitrator is going to consider. There's not one of these that clear-cut makes it a formal meeting or doesn't make it a formal meeting. You know, oh, we didn't schedule it in advance, so it's not a formal meeting. No. What did you talk about? Who was there? You know, were you taking m minutes? So it, it none of these clear-cut make it a, a formal meeting or don't make it a formal meeting. So as a manager, if you come to your HR guy and you say, hey, do I have to invite the union? If it's not about a specific employee, if it's about office stuff, conditions of employment, available schedules, um, leave rules, you know, maybe you're going to be changing something where, you know, you have to sign in now when you come into the office or when you're teleworking, you have to send an email sign in. That's a condition of employment. Invite the union. There's no... I, I always encourage managers to invite them. Half the time, the union won't even show. You know, you just say, hey, we're going to be talking about the Christmas party. If you want to be there, um, you know, you're free to and, and, and invite them. You'd be surprised. Most of them don't don't care and they won't show up. But they're not going to be able to do a ULP on you because you invited them. So another element 
intend to discuss a specific topic of concern to the employees and the union. So specific topics, an agenda. If there's an agenda, it's mandatory, right? The the second line, third line supervisor is going to be there. That sounds like a formal meeting. So if there's not an agenda and it's just like, hey, we're going to do a, a staff meeting. We're just going to check in and talk about stuff. Less likely it's going to be a formal meeting if you don't have you know a topic. Uh, intend to discuss any pending grievances, whether at the informal formal stages of negotiating grievance procedure. So if if the office is grieving that they have to sign in every time they log on, if you're going to have a meeting about that to discuss it, that's a formal meeting. You're discussing about a grievance. Um, intend to discuss a workplace matter of concern to employees in general. So any workplace, where the fridge is going to be located. That's I, I've been in agencies where that was, we're going to move the fridge from uh, this area to that area. That's a condition of employee employment. That sounds weird, but, well, now I have to walk so far away. Now I can't. You know, there, there's a higher chance that my soda is going to get stolen. Um, well, I, I, there's, you know, now this office is going to start using that fridge. Um, who paid for the fridge? You know, who's supposed to use it? Does the master labor agreement say they're entitled to a fridge? These are conditions of employment. These are concerns of the employee. Condition of employment. If you're talking about that, that's probably a formal meeting. Policy, talking about policy um, that pertains generally to all employees. Uh, intend to discuss with one employee a formal proposed or final decision on a performance or disciplinary matter. So, job performance or conduct, that, that isn't a formal meeting. But, if you intend to discuss with one employee formally proposed or final decision on a performance or disciplinary matter, such as proposing to remove them, proposing to suspend them, a decision on that. Now, the employee needs to invite the union, but the union is entitled to be there. And your master labor agreement might talk about requiring to invite them. But if you're discussing their performance or conduct, that isn't a formal meeting. So it's generally the, C the CBA will discuss, you know, when you're talking about discipline, employee has to believe, let's say an investigatory meeting, they have to believe the questions might lead to discipline and they have to request union representation. But if you're going to be discussing a decision on a performance or disciplinary matter, that is an element. Even though you're dealing with one person, you're, you're dealing with something the union might have a vested interest in. And, you know, the CBA I'm currently under, that, that the agency I'm under, if any discipline over 14 days, they want to be a part of. They want to be sent it after it gets issued. Decision, the same thing. Invited to the meetings where they discuss it. 
they've set the line of it's not a formal meeting if it's under 14 days. So every agency might or every union might speak of that. If they don't, it's just an element that might be considering it um, a formal meeting. Good example is is the employee required to be there? You know, you might invite them to a meeting to issue their your decision, and they might say, "No, I'm not going." Great, you emailed them the decision. I would say that's not a formal meeting. It's not required. We're not going to be asking questions. We're not going to be really discussing anything. I'm going to be issuing you your decision, the decision that the, the deciding official has made. If it's not required, that's a good indication. It's not a formal meeting, but you got to look at some of these things you're going to have to look at the CBA to see what they say. So, if it's a formal meeting, you're going to have to invite them. You have to give them agenda. You're going to have to let them participate. Um, they get to designate who shows up. You can't say, you know, oh, I don't want that guy there. I don't want this guy there. They get to decide who's there. Um, they can ask for a reschedule, you know, within reason. You know, hey, that time doesn't work for us. Can we schedule it to here? And this is why you want to plan this in advance. They can participate in the meeting. They can ask clarifying questions. They can ask clarifying um, what's going to be discussed. So the agenda is vague. They can ask clarification questions on that. And they're not just representing the bargaining employees. They're also representing the interest of the union. And that is one of the reasons they are entitled to be there is, you know, they're representing the interest of the bargaining unit, but also the union itself. And that is, so it's it's bigger than just the people they're representing. So if you're a manager and you're planning on, and I, I see this a lot, managers want to have a big kind of meeting where they put out, especially in the beginning of the year, you know, this is my expectations. Uh, I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to do that. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. I always say invite the union. Because if, you, if you're concerned about the union being there, you're probably doing something wrong. I mean, why, why, do you, why don't you care? Because I'm going to tell you this. If you don't invite the union, the employees are going to tell the union what the meeting was about. And they're going to exaggerate to the point where you're going to wish you had invited the, the, the union. You'll say something in the meeting, and by the time it gets back to the union, it's ten times worse and totally skewed your actual intent. So it'll actually help you to invite the union so that, one, the union isn't surprised, which usually hurts their feelings and they get all mad because the employees go to them and they don't know what the employee's talking about and it looks like they don't know what they're doing. But it'll give them a chance to ask questions and it they'll bring to your attention things that you might not have realized that you can clarify in the meeting, it's so much easier than getting a grievance or a ULP and having to clarify these things the employees made up. So understand that if you don't want to invite the union, I would say why not? It, it actually, this is, it's going to help you to have the union in these, these meetings because it, they're going to hear it directly from you with no exaggeration from the employee 
and there's no surprises, but if you're concerned about the union being in the meeting, I would say you might want to double check what you're about, what you're going to be talking about, because why? Why are you concerned? You shouldn't. You shouldn't fear the union. Um, they actually provide a service just as much, just as much as they interfere with you doing your job. They actually help you do your job a lot. So I've I've found the union um, makes a manager's job easier because if you've communicated with the union. It's so, it's so much easier when the employee starts giving you an attitude or complaining or getting upset. You've already spoken to the union. They're already aware. They're not going to be surprised. And they'll actually defend you to that employee. Yeah, they have a right to do that. And, and the employee will get shut down by their own union if you bring the union in. So that's important. So formal meetings, it's, yeah, it's a requirement, but it's actually a good thing. So... So frequently asked questions. I have this little sheet here. So I got some good um, FAQs. Do routine staff meetings require a formal discussion? Usually not, although they generally include both union unit employees and at least one management representative, and are scheduled with an agenda. The topics discussed seldom qualify. In most cases, staff meetings focus on work assignments and progress general announcements, and the like. On the other hand, if a staff meeting is used to announce a new personnel policy or major change that will impact work conditions, it can. So again, like I was saying, there's these elements, and depending on the sum total of the elements, it could be a formal meeting, it could not be. Do performance reviews qualify as formal discussions? No. Again, for the same reasons, what's being discussed is the employee's adherence or lack thereof to established performance requirements, not the establishment of new policies. Is delivering a disciplinary action a discussion letter or decision letter or proposal to an employee a formal discussion? No, for the same reasons listed above. And again, you know, read the CBA because it, it may, you know, dis, it may speak on, on that. But in general, issuing a letter is not announcing a new policy. It's just issuing a discussion. It's not mandatory. You know, if they refuse to show, you just email it to them or mail it to them depending on the situation. So that's that's pretty much a formal discussion. I, I always argue error on the side of caution and invite the union. And, and if you get into the habit of inviting the union to a, a lot of these meetings, they tend just to not to show up. You know, if you're like, hey, we're going to be discuss, discussing the Christmas party, you're free to come. Half the time they won't even show up because they're busy and they really have no dog in that fight. Um, it, it's a lot better for you if when the employee goes crying to the union that the union was aware that you were having the meeting, aware of what you were discussing, and they're not caught off guard. So keep that in mind that, you know, half of this is not surprising the union. They get very upset if an employee comes to them and the employee is exaggerating the issues and the union's surprised and they feel like you're kind of going behind their back, making changes, 
without giving them a chance to weigh in or even negotiate. So sometimes it, it helps to have that relationship with the union where you just shoot them a quick email or even give them a call and say, hey, I'm going to be um, having a yearly meeting where I discuss my expectations for requesting leave. You're free to come, but I'm not going to be making any new changes or any policies. I'm just going to kind of really be reading the CBA and discussing what my expectations are. But you're free to show up. Half the time they won't show. The employee comes in the next day and says you're changing everything and you're requiring time cards and, you know, whatever they're going to make up. At least the union won't be surprised. Okay, yeah, let me let me go call that manager. Hey, they're saying this, they're saying that is, you know, what's going on. And, and it'll be so much easier to have that conversation if they knew you were having the meeting. So always err on the side of letting them know about the meeting, inviting them to the meeting. But generally, formal discussions, it's a sum total of the different elements if it qualifies. And if it is a, a formal meeting, you have to give them advance notice. You have to give them an agenda. You have to let them participate in the meeting. They can't be disruptive. They can't interfere with you, but they do get to participate, clarification questions, comment on certain things. So I hope this helps. Formal discussions, it'll probably come up twice a year, but it's important to kind of get a grasp of it. Go ahead and reach out to your HR guy or gal if you, you're not sure or in general every time. It's not going to come up that much, but it, it helps to have a general understanding of formal discussions, our requirements. Re read that CBA. It might speak more on it. There might have been negotiations where they've agreed on certain things. And you want to definitely make sure you follow that because if not, it's going to cause a lot more problems with you um, in doing your job. All right. Hope this helped. Have a good day. Have a question for the HR guy. Send it to federalsense at gmail.com.